boom. Always. Always the boom. <laughs> How are you, D? I'm well, Dan. How are you? I am doing pretty fantastic. Uh, welcome, everyone, to Marvel Topics. Uh, episode, uh, Season 2, Episode 5, about Loki number 6. Uh, for all, t- I think it's it, it's called for all time always. For I was prepared time, this time. Always, I was prepared for this time. I was also semi prepared. What is happening to us, dude? I don't know. I don't know. You've gone all is. Hollywood. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> We're getting there, baby. <laughs> your your week was good. We discussed this a little bit before the show. My week was good. Uh, if you. Who is the scariest version of yourself, D, out there in the multiverse? The scariest version of myself? Yeah. Uh, it's it's actually not far off from this timeline's version of me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... And it's the version of where I really don't care what people think. Because <laughs> like, like, I already kind of don't care. You're getting there. You're getting there. But like, you know, the the version of me that's like sociopathic right. <laughs> and right. just doesn't care like in the slightest just at all. Has done. No compassion. Like, mm-hmm. I, that, that me terrifies me. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> ah, dude. There is a version of me out in the multiverse that never left the farm, that just stayed there, that oh, like man. that moved into the house directly across the street from my parents' house, which is one that they own that they rent out to like family members, but just would have moved over there, like had no no ambition other than living on the farm. Yeah, that is not. This See, version. I read. I read the question is of scary as like, oh gosh, like <laughs> who would you not want to come across? Oh, I wouldn't want to come across <laughs> that guy either. <laughs> <laughs> like that seems sad. The no ambition, man. Yeah, I, man. The, that's that's like a sad. Oh yeah. State state of life, you know. I mean, there's nothing scarier <laughs> than than, than <laughs> a life person with ambition. no ambition. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what they're gonna do. <laughs> so. Yeah. Sir. For all time always. Yes. Great episode. It was a great episode. So in this episode, we uh we get to this the realm inside. Oh my god, I forgot the smoke monster. I forgot the smoke monster's name. Oh my Elioth. god. Eliath. I see. We weren't as prepared as we thought we were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So we go inside the realm that is inside Eliath to find a pretty nice house, right? And around it, pretty, pretty, pretty chill pad. Pretty chill pad. It's like got the. It's it's like black marble with these shocks of gold through it, which I thought were was pretty mm-hmm. nice. And then all it, as a moat around the house is the sacred timeline. mm Hmm. And our heroes. Let's talk about that opening crawl, though, with all the different oh, sounds. Oh yeah, because it had like <laughs> it had that old tin typey. Uh-huh. You, know, you know what that song that was, right? I don't. That was the song. Wait, hold on. Is that the song 
that Captain America and Peggy are dancing to at the end of yes. Endgame? Mm-hmm. Yep, I thought so. Yes. Okay. It was that song and there was like different sound bites from all the different movies throughout the years. Yeah. yeah I thought that was sweet. Dude. It's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And like, I think there's a video out there now of like all, all those different scenes kind of like hodgepodge together now because of, the, mm-hmm. because of that. But yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, but we see Loki and Sylvie walk up to the, uh, walk up to the house and there's some trepidation and Sylvie, she's not quite sure. Like she's kind of building up to going inside there because this has been the goal for years and years. She's on the cusp of what she, of what her life's mission has been. Yeah. And the door opens. And there's silence. And we got. And you walk this up. Is, this is this is where we get Miss Minutes, right? Didn't we get Miss Minutes? Oh, she gives you the biggest jump scare of all time. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> she was kind of terrifying. Kind of, like she—they drew her like scary. She had a little more attitude in her voice. She was like, "Oh, I was hey!" Like, like I was like, "Is Miss Minutes the the big bad?" <laughs> she at least knows who the big bad is. Can you imagine if that was the choice? <laughs> <laughs> we we had a lot of choice. We had a lot of ideas about the end. We both would have been severely, like, super wrong <laughs> at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she basically is like, you know, like, he's, you're, you're here to see he who remains. Uh huh. And that's like such like a weird like, <laughs> kind kind of like sounding name. He who remains. He who remains. And he's going to offer you a deal. So kind of like a Godfather moment there, but they, she disappears, and it's funny because she shows up late to Ravina Rinslayer's office. Mm-hmm. Shortly thereafter, saying, "Oh yeah, I had something to take care of." You know what? Yeah. How? <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go terrify two Lokis. <laughs> <laughs> so like. So there's that. We have Ravina Rinslayer and uh, and Mobius, their confrontation about their friendship. We have um, we then have Loki and Sylvie's confrontations with each other after they find out that he he who remains, played by um, I think it's Jonathan Masters. Is that right? Uh, Jonathan Majors. Here. Jonathan Majors. From Lovecraft Country. He Who Remains, a.k.a. Immortus, a.k.a. Kang. Yeah, okay, so he's cast as He Who Remains. Yes. Um, But he is, like, Immortus. He's Yeah. He's Kang. He's Kang. He's Kang, who is also Immortus. Spoilers! There's so much Kang. He's Kang. I mean, you're kind of here. You're kind of here for sport. <laughs> You're here. You, He's a hundred percent king. You clicked on this podcast. You knew what you were getting yeah, into. You, you <laughs> knew what was happening. You clicked on this podcast, right? So, what did you think? Like, because like we'll get into the rest of the story later. But what did you think of He Who Remains, aka Mortis, aka King? 
I was kind of taken aback because when I saw him, because we know he's cast as Kang in Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. So when I saw, oh, they're doing it. They're just going for Kang, which they did. Yeah. But he was, he played it so wacky. Like he played it. I was, I was like, why is he playing it like this? Yeah. Like kind of like a kook. Um, but then explaining the story, it made sense that, no, this is just one version of Kang who's like this. We're probably still going to get the evil menacing yeah. Kang the Conqueror later on. So that was my first reaction was like, oh, he's kind of kooky. This is an interesting direction take, to take yeah. Kang. Um, but then he, you know, it started to make sense why he was like that. What about you? Um, so I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this is the MCU's version of the Joker. You think so? The way that Jonathan Majors played it, as soon as, like, as, soon as you see him, there's just he, something he, off about the dude. Now that you say that, he's definitely some Joker vibes. Yeah. The way he's eating the apple and, and all that. And the way that he talks <laughs> about the inevitability and, like, how right. chaos would reign if, like, he wasn't there. And, I mean, like, it. this is an old, like, golden age comic book trope but i mean like the purple and the green like that's how villains are like shown in comic books mainly because they didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of colors to work with and it was very expensive yeah, in the printing process primary yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like that was like just the entire entire vibe was just this kind of like it almost felt like his shoulders were hunched forward the entire time and he's just like kind of stewing in his own juices like he had been probably in that old house for eons and eons and eons. Mm-hmm. So somebody with that kind of experience would be really whacked out on the goof juice. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and he basically said as much. Yeah. He's like, I'm tired of this. I'm old. <laughs> yeah. I've lived millions of lifetimes. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, the entire spiel that he gives like first of all when he talks when he talks about where they are right which is basically limbo from the comics mm-hmm. when he talks about where they are and he talks about basically the council of kings like mm-hmm. they all show up to be like to make the universes better but some of them had different ideas about how to make it better and so he the soul kang of 616 of this timeline was the conqueror at the end of the day, he conquered all he, 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 uh, bested Elioth and made him like controlled him yeah. to wipe out all the other Kangs. So just, but yeah, that means that in that room, he could easily have killed both of those <laughs> easily. Like without breaking a sweat, right? That that kind of gets lost in how he plays the character. But when you start, when you break it down, like you just did, like okay, he just killed a multiverse of Kangs, yeah. <laughs> a multiverse of Kangs who all made it, who were all super smart. They're all probably offshoots of a Richard somewhere in their timeline. Uh huh. And dude has been around for millions of years. He had to have studied karate at some point. <laughs> He's a kung fu master. He's a kung fu kang. <laughs> kung fu kang. So, 
for now, for the rest of this episode, we're going to refer to him as Kung, Kung Fu, Fu Kang. Okay. <laughs> you, saw, you saw him dodging around. He was like yeah, super quick. It was Kung Fu. Yeah, it was Kung it was Fu. Clear as day. I know Kung Fu when I see it, Dan Finity. And <laughs> <laughs> that was some Kung Fu. <laughs> That's the name of the episode, brother. Oh, Kung it Fu is, Kang. isn't it? It is. It's probably the hashtag at the end of the show. <laughs> Kung Fu King. But yeah, I don't like the entire. Jonathan Majors did such an excellent job yeah, with this role. He did. I haven't seen Lovecraft Country. This makes me want to watch it a hundred times, a thousand <laughs> times more because that dude chewed every bit of the scenery, like spit oh, it yeah. out on Tom, Tom Hiddleston and was like, what's up? <laughs> like, y'all, y'all getting this acting today. Yeah. Y'all, y'all getting all of this, like, all of this acting. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't get an Emmy nomination for this. And yet Don Cheadle shows up for four lines and Captain, Captain America and the Winter Soldier and gets an Emmy nom like that. Wait, did he really? Yes. I did not, I didn't mm. know Don Cheadle got an Emmy nomination. He got, he got an Emmy nomination for that. And he has gone on the record saying he doesn't know why. <laughs> what, what, for what, and under what category? Best cameo? Uh, like best supporting <laughs> actor. I think it is. Don Cheadle. <laughs> You're lying. No. No. Best supporting actor Let for me. the 12 seconds he was on screen? Uh, hold on. <laughs> Best no supporting way. actor. We, we gotta do some live. Don Cheadle. <laughs> Emmy. Captain America. I'm putting all the words in here. All right. And Clearly there's been some sort of miscommunication. IndieWire, Dom Cheadle confused by Emmy Nam for Falcon and Winter Soldier cameo. I don't really get it. <laughs> he goes he, on his Twitter page. He goes, thanks, well wishers. Sorry, haters. <laughs> I don't really get it either. But on we go. <laughs> Somebody was really moved. <laughs> By his performance, the way the way the industry works, like it's probably one of those things where like he was submitted by Disney, and then there and then the Emmys were like, okay, okay, <laughs> wow, it was like yeah, dude, baffling, baffling. But anyways, this well, isn't about Don Cheadle's career. Was he ever Emmy nominated before? He could he has that on his resume now. Oh, I mean, he's had that on his resume before. I think he's. I think he. Oh, he was okay. For other I know he was Academy nominated, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he's a, an excellent actor. So like, uh, yeah. If you haven't seen No Sudden Move yet, you should watch that. It's really good. It's a really good movie. Anyways, well, this is a podcast just, about. Just last thing I'll say, okay. I'll, I would if I was Don Cheadle, I would just milk that. Like, yeah, I I would require in all my future appearance TV appearances. Emmy warning. Emmy nominated for his role in like specify <laughs> for his role in Captain America Winter Soldier. If he wins. <laughs> if he wins. Every oh time. Oh my gosh. Also starring oh, Emmy Award winning <laughs> actor Don Cheadle for his work and for his groundbreaking work. Groundbreaking. <laughs> riveting, riveting, moving, gripping. Just use all the heavy adjectives. <laughs> all right. 
not to derail the conversation. Oh, I'm sorry that I did, but however, this, it needed to be said. It needed to be said. Jonathan Majors deserved an Emmy nomination for this because of how, like, it, he just he just chewed it up. He chewed it up, and there yes, was he did. There's a scene where, like, so he he has all of all of the history of this conversation that he's going to be having with with Loki and Sylvie on sheets of paper and hands it hands it all to him, right? Mm-hmm. And then they get to this point, and it is so cool how they do it. Oh, my God. They push the camera in as he kind of is, like, taken aback. And he goes, okay, now we've crossed the threshold. And yes. And they pull back. <laughs> he goes, from, I don't know what goes from here. I don't know what happens from here. And it's so good. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> that was this, awesome. Yeah, this episode did... Did so much, I think, for the show that like I've read a few articles where they're like, you know, it does more for the MCU than it's is a satisfying ending for the show. Yeah. And like true, fine, but like we got this scene out of it, which might be one of the best scenes in all of the MCU. It's a great scene. He yeah. chewed up I mean what? He chewed up like 15 minutes of the show, right? He is featured like, in it he- a long time. Um, and then we start getting the the other stuff with Owen Wilson and and Sylvie and and Loki, right? Um, which they had a great mm-hmm. back and forth. You know their their little uh, kerfuffle. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's call it. That was a great scene. What'd you think of that? I thought it was. I thought it was really good. I thought the choreography was excellent. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like. It told the story, which good fight scenes should, <laughs> and, and like right. how passionate they were about. It, they were they were working out their argument through violence, but yeah. at the same time, like Loki, you could tell Loki was like playing with compassion because, like, yeah, he was. Sylvie's playing for. This is the end of the road. This is always going to happen for me. I like I need to take this person down. This has been my life's goal. Loki yeah. on the other hand is terrified. And that's like the yeah. first time you see him scared out of his mind. And he just wants to take a moment to talk about it and like this is like the the show has been leading us to the point where like we're j- I I was 100% on Loki's side. I was like, "No, stop. Talk about it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> And like, just think of where we started with Loki. Like, you just can't wait for him to get smacked around by Thor or whoever. And right. now we're just like, no, like, listen to Loki. Yeah. Like, it's so awesome. It's <laughs> so, it's so good. And so like, and the, just the way that they moved that needle, six episodes. We discussed this mm-hmm. before, but the way they moved that needle from like, basically resetting the character to now like getting him to be empathetic. <laughs> as right. as a hero yeah. cre- like character. He's a straight up hero. Yeah, he's a hero. Like he's not he's an anti-hero hero. anymore. Like yep. not an anti-hero anymore. He is straight up a hero. He's got a tragic backstory. He's mm-hmm. 100% a hero. So, my favorite I was we watched it in community night on Wednesday. Uh and I heard like the line came in where Immortus is talking to Loki and Sylvie. He says, we're all villains here. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that like that hits like so many weird like levels to it. That was a good line. Yeah. It's, Another good line is uh, go ahead. I'm go sorry. ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. 
another good line was in in the little in the Loki Sylvie fight. Like Sylvie's like she starts questioning like Loki's motives, and, yeah. and Loki stops and goes, "I you know I know why you feel like this way because you can't trust and I can't be trusted." Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like that was an awesome line. I'm getting goosebumps. Just <laughs> yeah, it was like it was that entire thing was really well done, and like the way that she, oh man, the way she kind of disposes of Loki, right? The way she like, because Amortis puts his like, puts his tin pad out, right? Which mm-hmm. is this kind of cool like just flat piece of metal <laughs> that looks like the rest <laughs> of the building. He puts yeah. it out there. It's like it's like Chekhov's gun. You just set it out there and somebody's going to use it. And so she picks it up and like pushes Loki through in order to kill Amortis. And that was one of the like the most savage moments <laughs> like I've seen I've seen in a while. Or is this like like they kiss, they they like they know they have a, they have feelings for one another, but she has yeah. to complete, she has to finish the mission. She's, it's it's her life's mission, and I thought they did a good job of making us like not hate Sylvie, right, for what she did. Like it's like we understand mm-hmm. like how she's feeling, and and maybe even you know people can uh, let us know in the you know how they feel about this. Maybe there's people who saw this and were rooting for Sylvie, mm-hmm. you know, like and and saw Sylvie's side of it. So I'm curious where the where the community discussion is on that. But oh yeah, and you yeah, can, you can do that on our new Twitter handle uh, <laughs> at Marvel Topics. <laughs> at Marvel Topics, can't believe we got that. It was available. <laughs> who knew? So, Marvel Topics. So. We didn't even have to do Marvel Top Pod. We didn't have to do any of that. None of that. Just straight up Marvel topics. Yeah. One of the craziest things, though, or one of the, one of the coolest things, though, once she like stabs Amortis, the way he looks up at her says, "See you soon." See you soon. Yeah. Ah. Oh. And he's he did have a line where he said he would be back. Yeah. Like, and I took that to mean that version of him would be back. Yeah. Um, whether it be a different timeline variant or or what. Yeah. Um, so I thought, I'm curious how that's going to go. If we're going to get this version of Immortus back again in the MCU. Right. Um, but yeah, he, he played that so cool. He's like, he's such a great actor. <laughs> Just through and through. Um, we also have like, Owen Wilson is basically back in charge of the TVA now. Or mm-hmm. Mobius is in charge of the TVA, so maybe he'll get some jet ski time. Yeah, that that's going to be the series finale. Yeah, is Owen Wilson on the jet ski? Now that yeah. we know that this wasn't the one and done. Yeah, see series that we thought it was. Mm-hmm. Whenever they end it, we're gonna get we're gonna get Owen Wilson yeah. on jet skis. Yeah, mark my words, book it. Um. I think Ravina Ravina Rinslayer, like, cause she's been like connected to Kang for a while. We're we're going to see her in more stuff popping up. She's yeah. She's definitely going to be like on the hunt. She's for also him. on her own path. Yeah. So like. So maybe that'll be the B plot going forward. Is we're going to get Loki and Sylvie's mm-hmm. arc, 
And then we're going to get Mobius and Renslayer's arc. But which I think with, makes with, total sense. Yeah, with Kang somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. What did you think of... Uh, so, before the end of the show, we see Loki, like, he's pushed into the TVA again. He walks up to Mobius. He walks up to, to Hunter B-15. And he, like, he just kind of lays it all out. He's like, he's coming. We, like, we have to do everything that we can to, like, he's, he's on his way. He's going to destroy everything. And, like, mm-hmm. the s- most scared, like, almost, like, verge of tears, yeah. Loki, that we've seen. Hysterical. Yeah, hysterical. Totally hysterical. We see, it's not his reality. It's not the TVA he came from. We know previously all the clocks are just going haywire at this point. Mm-hmm. All every line in the multiverse is branching and then branching and then branching and then branching. And we're just seeing that happen like live. Mm-hmm. The important moment was right at the end when Mobius didn't know who he was. They were calling security over, right? To check out this guy. And Loki looks out into that middle column in the library, and instead of the timekeepers, there is only Kang. Yeah. That was like, oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. What happened? At first, I thought that the, the you know, let's call it the sacred or the main timeline got reset or upset some type of, type of way. But then I was like, maybe the temp pad sent Loki to a different timeline other than mm-hmm. his. So, but we really don't know where he got sent, why we saw what we saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and both are viable options, I think. I mean, maybe by killing yeah. the, you know, killing Kung Fu Kang, you, <laughs> we, <laughs> we reset the, the main timeline and, and knocked everything off. Yeah. Or... This just hit me. Uh-huh. This is where Doctor Strange is going to come in because he's going to notice anomalies too. Mm-hmm. Hence the multiverse of madness, and he's going to have to set that straight. So we—I don't know. I, you know, that, once again, as yeah. ha- has been this show's, you know, unique ability. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> no idea. I will say, based on like the Kang backstory that he gave, right? Cause he was kind of like a huge exposition dump for why this even happened. Um, mm-hmm. and I thought that they did that very well with the animation. They didn't go into like live action stuff. They just showed like a, a simple animation on the desk of Kang, all the Kings meeting up together and then fighting together and then finally being annihilated. Uh, but I don't think that they're going to do the council of reads. <laughs> And the Fantastic Four anymore. <laughs> it was my go-to storyline. I was like, Reed Richards, getting together with other Reed Richards to make the universe better. I think the Council of Kangs out- <laughs> outdoes the Council of Reeds on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, So the next time we see Kang will be in Quantumania. Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania. We have... Doctor Strange, which is, I, that's going to be kind of like a little weird Civil War movie, I think. Like Civil War in scope, I think. Yeah. And I was, I was thinking before my most recent movie theater experience, 
that I would definitely go to the theater no matter what. But if it's on Disney Plus, I'm gonna watch it at home. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I was. I went to the movies to see Black Widow. Yeah, I've still yet to see it yet. And the the movie was fine, mm-hmm. but there was kids talking, people getting up, and like people whispering in the background. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't miss it's this. It's worth the thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't miss this. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I spent the same amount at home, or you yeah. know, at the movies as yep. I, it would have been to buy it. You know, so I'll watch it at home. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, I don't know, man. I thought about going to a drive-in to go see Black Widow because I hear like there've been a couple pop up near me, which has been kind of cool. Uh, but the, yeah, I can't imagine a movie theater right now. People lost a lot of their manners in the last year. Yes. 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 They're they're used to their kids running around screaming, talking during every movie. Darren, sit and down. They, yeah. They're just it, it's yeah. yeah. Just and then funny story. So we're in okay. Black Widow, and this guy in front of us, he's like mm-hmm. a few rows in front of us, he's got his camera out. He's recording the movie. <laughs> so what and I'm in my mind, I'm just like, dude. You paid money for admission. You paid $30 for a ticket. Yeah. And you're in here with the cell phone camera footage. Just buy it on Disney and record your screen, dummy. Like, <laughs> if you're going to sell a bootleg. <laughs> Look, he's got a YouTube video he's got to make. What? <laughs> like, bro, like, dude. He's got a YouTube like, video he's got to make. He wanted, he wanted theater popcorn. <laughs> he wanted the experience. I'm no criminal mastermind, Dan Finity. But jeez. Thirty dollars. Oh yes, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> this is let me just disclaim this this is not me telling people how to make bootleg movies no i think this is exactly what it is dude. <laughs> we'll cut it out just cut this part out <laughs> look i'm sending you the video you do with the evidence what you want it will be in the audio version <laughs> cut out cut out all the incriminating parts but like nobody's gonna buy your little iPhone. Somebody is going to buy that. Somebody is going to buy that. D. He's going to sell it for thirty dollars. He's going to sell it in the street. He's going to sell it on the streets. HD. They can watch it in HD. Yeah, but you don't need that many D's. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that that was my little rant. I just needed to get that off. That's been sitting with me since. Since Black Widow premiered. So you lived a Seinfeld episode. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly what it was. Oh, my God. (laughs) Perfect. Sorry, people at home for Mm. my uh, impassioned. No, I I think that's what this show needed. We need more shows like – we need more things like that, D. Is this how you become the villain? Is this (laughs) – Nobody's buying your cell phone bootleg <laughs> Black Widow movie with kids screaming in the background. You become the Andy Rooney. You know what grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, <sighs> whatever Disney lawyers or whoever, I do not endorse any bootlegging whatsoever. No. It was not me. This podcast <laughs> does, does not. It was a variant. It was a variant of D that was a variant. 
condoms. We have since pruned the variant, <sighs> and we have restored order to the sacred timeline. Happened just now. Insert sound of pruning. <laughs> okay. So, all right, I'm I, I don't think we missed anything. Did we no, miss anything? I think I think we covered it all. Yeah, I think we're good. So that was the episode. It was good. Uh, um, I do want to say just a general overall. I like this episode, not so much because of what happened yeah. in the episode. Because if you just look at it on its surface, it was kind of a. It was one you know, note. It was yeah, pretty it was, one yeah, note. Yeah, it, it was pretty one note. But it's set up. There's so many big revelations, and it's set up so much for the future of the MCU as a whole. Mm-hmm. And it was such an important episode. That's the reason that I like it so much. It's going to allow the MCU to get real weird. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it needs it. I think it really needs it. Because like, if the MCU previous to all of this was uh, like the Ultimates comics... Like, more grounded, more like, oh, of course, that's how the wings work on on Falcon. Mm. Or, you know, like, of course, there's this giant weird generator in the background. It was all, like, grounded in technology. This, if if Stephen Strange is is the Tony Stark of the next, like, decade of MCU, we're going to get real weird. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and I think they're they're tipping their hand <laughs> to as much with the title, the multiverse of multiverse madness. Multiverse of madness. You know, it, it doesn't you know necessarily imply mm-hmm. grounded in reality. No, not at all. Well, which reality? We yeah. could do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> D. Yo, where can people find you on the internet, sir? Yo, you can find me at twitch.tv slash D underscore follow streaming live Monday through Friday, noonish. That's that's how I'm gonna describe it from now on. Noonish. If you come on at noon, I'll probably be on. Um also Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all the places where there are stuff, you know, YouTube, the D Flawless. Uh and uh Yeah, we also have the Marvel Topics Twitter handle. Go follow. So you can Follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Dan Infinity, where can people find you? Oh, hi. My name is Dan Infinity. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and the TikTok at Dan Infinity, where the eyes are else. You can also find me on Twitch three days a week, twitch.tv forward slash Dan Infinity. We just bit the beat. What? Words. <laughs> we just beat the pit of heresy. We beat Zolmac nice. last night solo. So now we're oh, going nice. to go after the solo flawless. I'm excited about it. I'm very excited about it. Um, okay, let's go. Yeah, you can also find Beardo. Um, this coming week, we're gonna have Glad as our guest on Beardo. So that's wow. That's gonna be, be kind of nuts. That's gonna be fun. I listened to your last couple episodes, guys. Check out the Beardo podcast. It's it's awesome. It's it. it I'm slowly stripping away the pretense of what a show is and, <laughs> and just making it a conversation. Slowly. Yeah, that was, I was literally just gonna say that. I love that it's just a conversation. Like yep. it's. That's literally all it is. Can't uh, I, I? I started looking at the show and being like, "Why is all this here? Why do I need to play <laughs> games? I don't need to play games with anybody. I care about these people. I should just talk to them like people. I should just talk to them. Yeah, yeah. He made me jump through hoops, and now he's talking to all the other people. Well, I mean, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want I, a do-over on Beardo. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you're welcome on anytime. Anytime, 
You would like. Also, I think this show was thought of on that Beardo episode. I think so, too. I think so. This, 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 that's where it all started. Editor's note. So, <laughs> that's that's basically where you can find me. So There you go. All right. Kung Fu Kang, if you made it to the end. Follow us on Twitter, at Marvel Topics. Tweet us at Marvel Topics. Use the hashtag Kung Fu Kang. Yes. Uh, and we'll retweet you or, or do something whenever we decide what we want to yeah. do with the Twitter. But you can be the first person to interact with us. You know what? Twitter. Maybe we should, like, <laughs> you brought up before we started doing this, the, this episode, maybe do a questions episode. Why don't we do a yeah. questions episode? Let's do that next week. Next week. Yeah. Send us your questions at Marvel if Topics. If we get questions, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Heck yeah. Let's do this. We'll just, we'll just go through the questions and that'll be the episode, us reading community questions. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Cool. We literally just thought of that right now. Literally. <laughs> literally. You're in on the production process. You're a part of it. All right. So we're going we're gonna to end recording. I'm, I'm doing this for my own. I, I have nothing now. to press. You Dan, have nothing to press. You have nothing to press. I've taken the button away from D. D no longer has a button. And in five, eight, seven, three, nine, one, 